goes through the room and it like hits the stained glass or it cuts to the outside where there's the guy working outside who's listening to her music and and eventually makes it all the way back to the dead figures at one point who seem like they are waking up to it and becoming attracted to it and starting to move mm-hmm. and dance to it a little bit and stuff like that like it's like that that element um, is is really cool uh, as well as obviously just the aesthetic focus on you know like there's there's that kind of like the music and the spiritual side and then there's the elemental side of it of like the wood and the wind and the water that kind of like surround the pavilion as she starts mm-hmm. taking on this uh you know sort of like psychic register connection to it that she's kind of naturally compelled to uh move uh towards it like i love the uh pov shot of her driving away from it because the minister kind of took her and is like well you know you, you can't go in there it's very illegal to go in there it's private yeah. property like I understand that you're going through something or whatever, but you know, you can't do that. And there's that great POV shot of her driving away from it, uh, where she's just staring at it. Oh yeah. It's just cut to the inside Mm -hmm. where one of the ghouls is standing there like silently out the window. And it's just, and then bam, cut to a close up of her face having this like metaphysical connection with it. Despite the fact that, you know, it is like this forbidden thing that she, she actually can't physically get to, but like in her mind, she is in a, in a, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I love. I really do love the way that he presents purgatory uh, in this because she is really the only one that sees any physical, or I don't know, you can't call it life, I guess, but a physical presence of the the ghouls in the pavilion. Um, nobody yep. else is shown seeing it, but the entire time she is interacting with the world. So I I really do like seeing a character that is firmly placed in both realms in a sense, because um, normally it seems like it's one or the other. And there are moments in this that, like, two moments, I think, specifically, where it does separate and she kind of goes into full purgatory. But even in those situations, she's recognizing that and recognizing that people aren't seeing her anymore. And, and yeah, I mean, so I mean, th- that's what makes it different, right? Is yeah. that like it feels like Harvey is taking sort of a psychological experience. He's taking a little bit of like a religious or philosophical experience and he's combining it with imagination as well. And like so he's like mm-hmm. all three of them are converging at any given moment onto like one existential playing field. And to the point where, where literally she will go to like mirrors and stuff and start to look as if she's expecting to see the man. And sometimes he pops up and sometimes he doesn't. And I just love that that's like a constant thing that she's thinking about while in the the, the grounded real reality. It's, it's well, yeah, really I mean, cool. like th- th- that's what's so great about the relationship is it takes these concepts of stuff that you are familiar with, like these physical things, these logical things, these tangible things like place, your mm-hmm. feet are on the ground. Yeah. And suddenly he creates, you know, this kind of environment where that that bridge between where your brain goes, this is a real thing that I'm touching. This is a real thing that I'm experiencing. It becomes compromised. And he, he finds like a weird sort of like malleable sort of unreality somewhere in the middle between these two things. And again, I think that speaks to the fact that he is someone who's so used to kind of delivering a very realistic style of film. And then he's like, but what if I just fucking, made it experimental and made it, you know, kept the harsh look, kept, kept the, uh, you know, the, the, the sense of muddiness in the sense that you are grounded, but turned it into something that was also 
gothic in atmosphere and felt hostile and filled with, you know, subjective anxiety and, you mm-hmm. know, these things that you would understand. And and the the end result is something that genuinely does feel like otherworldly and does yep. feel, you know, very uh, uneasy and trance like. And it's just it's 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 one of those things where, you know, it, it sounds simple or it sounds like but but I think it's easy to take for granted yes. that, that someone like actually put the work in to really make make this happen because i feel like sometimes people do dreamy stuff and they go so far into unreality that you just yeah, you know you maybe you don't you know you maybe just don't believe it at all and there's something here about maintaining that tangibility and maintaining a certain amount of believability that i i felt the first time i watched this i felt genuinely disoriented by it and confused yeah. by it in a way that i think some people on first watch might find a little you know um you know, maybe it doesn't totally work for them, but on rewatches, I have found it like increasingly more and more rewarding. Me too. Uh, in my, yeah, like I said, like if this is my third time watching it, and uh, I mean, spoiler alert for ratings, but this this one is going to get the upgrade because the first two times I watched it, I kind of had that. Um, I was seeing everything that I loved about it, but there was something there that was still at a distance, and I, I just I didn't know exactly what it was. But watching it this time, I just I was so enthralled by the. His, his his like I said his firm um, his his firm placement in both realities I think is just so so good and then when he does the the ending when he's also mixing the physical world again with the purgatory world or the ghost world even amongst people that aren't the lead Mary it just it 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 just makes you even more disoriented and, and kind of confused. And it's like, are we, is, was that realm connected to this one this whole time? Is it, was, were we watching her actually go through a wandering purgatory or was this more of just like a, a like a, a metaphor of some kind that you're just watching in a physical way? Like it's, it's strange. And I, I like that it, it almost makes you have more questions than answers by the end, but it's not in this any frustrating way. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that that is fantastic. And I also, because uh, we haven't talked about, uh, uh, what's his name? Lyndon, I believe. The uh, the guy that hits on her like the whole time. And he's just such a oh, weirdo. And, yeah. And uh, is, is it is it that? or Yeah. Yeah. John. John Lyndon. John I, I wrote Lyndon. John. So, you, right. so I wrote first name. You wrote the last name. We're thinking of the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This Well, because this 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 obsession of 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 hers, this, uh, you know, this this pavilion that she keeps staring at their scenes like where she gets out of the bed in the middle of the night and stares across the landscape at it the Mm -hmm. camera is like zooming and cutting and continuing uh you know as as she has this psychic connection and she's trying to make sense it feels like of her kind of self-imposed uh sort of like a lonely